You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! everyone, and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, my co-host, Lacey Finney. Oh, happy Monday and February. And fe- it is February, yeah. Yeah. How about that? Ah, what do you know? You- <laughs> we made it through the first month. <laughs> we shot right through it. Although, there were casualties along the way, as much as I hate to say that. It seemed like there was a death every single I know. It's sad. I think our classics, it's it's reaching that point. Yeah. I mean, I know at least we're reading in their 90s and things like that. But man, still Mm. not all at once, man. No. I guess the the consolation is that they lived long lives, good lives, and for the most part, they weren't all taken by COVID. Right. Although. Yeah, it seemed like it was. I think the older one. Mm-hmm. Things you deal with. You live long enough and some of these things come along. But. I do know that Dawn Wells, uh, the actress that played um, Marianne on mm. Gilligan's Island, she did go from COVID. Oh, I hate yeah. to hear it. Yep. I didn't know that, but that was the cause. Mm-hmm. <sighs> But hey, let's let's not be a Debbie Downer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just start it off. So I do want to start things off, uh, kind of piggybacking off of where we kind of left things last week. Okay. Because we were talking about the well, we were trying to figure out something with that Godzilla versus Kong oh, trailer. Yeah. And look, look, we we <laughs> thought we had something. We were trying. We did futz around with it for several. I'd say about 30 minutes after we yeah, finished so the podcast. After, yeah. And it was just like, you know what? Screw it. Because we should have planned ahead. And I thought it would have been fun, but eh, it doesn't matter. Point being, the trailer was awesome. Yes. I was it excited. Was and I've tried to limit um, how many times I've watched it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, you waited so long. Yeah. But it's there now, and I just want to soak it up because... What it did so perfectly is it gave me an outline of what the movie is mm-hmm. without ta- giving me so much. Because obviously we could sit here and say, oh, yeah, it's it's this character versus this character. And, and why is that happening? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. And that's good. I really don't know why they're fighting. Right. Because they the way they structured everything in the trailer is just like, what? What's going on? Huh? Maybe we're gonna find out they're like rel- related, like it's a it's a half brother. That would half be weird. Brother, half sister, <laughs> half sister. I don't know. Yeah. The gender of them, but uh. there are because it's the internet theories running rampant 
Um, oh, I'm sure. And I'm trying. I'm trying to stay away from them. There's one theory running that I do kind of believe, and I don't know if I want to say it because I don't want to. I don't want to throw that out there to anybody out there who's listening and may not want to hear it. And then accidentally it be correct and inadvertently be a spoiler. Yeah. yeah. But to what degree is the question as to why all of this? So okay. there's one thing. I do believe that part of this theory is correct, like as being semi-responsible, but mm-hmm. to what degree? And then there's another one out there that I've heard because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously everyone has theirs. Sure. And I actually think that sounds really good. So Got a couple people onto something you like. Yeah, because there's something about it, and I was like, you know what? That could make a lot more sense in the context. Mm-hmm. But the one that I would, I'm going to go ahead and shut this down, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of leave it vague for, again, those who don't want spoilers, but there was some speculation that, well, it's not really Godzilla. Um, if you do what I think, what could possibly be done in that scenario, you completely undermine what you're saying the movie is. If it's okay. not Godzilla, then it's not Godzilla versus Kong. So therefore, this movie is not happening because you're not giving me that. You're giving me, oh, you're not really, okay, I got you now. No, but uh, now well, we've not had- that would be silly. It would, it would piss so many people <laughs> off. You can't- <laughs> What are they saying it's supposed to be then, if not Godzilla? If you're familiar with, I'm um, not, of course. If you're f- obviously, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's not something that yeah, that just, you. Yeah. Okay, so spoilers for the next say two minutes. If you're not familiar I, with this story and yeah. want to be surprised, I guess yeah. But this is something that has been seen in other media. Uh, it's one of his longtime nemesis. That has mm. been reused in Japanese films. He's never been made an appearance here, okay. uh, stateside, as far as like an American movie. But theories running rampant: if it's not Godzilla, then it's Mecha Godzilla. Okay. Again, sounds great. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe there is some truth to him being in the film. Okay. But for him to be that character in With those the main scenes. One. Then we we're not getting Godzilla versus Kong. We're getting Mecha Godzilla versus Kong, and that's True. not the same. Yeah. So there, I I honestly don't think that's right. I uh, there may there could be an a element of truth there mm-hmm. that maybe that's why Godzilla is going, you know, a little berserk. Mm-hmm. But that cannot be that character because at that point, well. It's not the movie you're promising me. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, I, I I mean, to be fair, I, I wouldn't put it past, like, American writers and stuff like that to do that and think they're brilliant for throwing everyone off. <laughs> but if they are fans at all, they would know how much that would piss hardcore fans off. Okay. I want to see this fight again. Mm-hmm. I've only seen it once. I've seen Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla in five different movies. Oh, wow. He's fought King Ghidorah from the last movie I, too many times that I can't even think about it right now because it's almost he's been in so many damn movies. Mm-hmm. That's like his arch nemesis. 
But Godzilla and Kong, that's been one movie mm. 60 years ago. Yeah. Almost. So that's insane. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. I know. It'll come out soon. I know. They pushed it a little bit, eh? I saw that. March 31st. Wednesday. Damn it. (laughs) I was getting ready to take that day off. Like a Friday because I was like, yes. I'll just make a three-day weekend. Is that close to Easter this year? Yeah. So March 31st. They're just like, we're going to push it for an Easter release. Like, Then just release it the weekend. Uh, Good Friday, damn it. Yeah, so is that I, I should look at the regular calendar instead of my computer one, because I don't mm. know if Easter then is the 28th or the 4th. Mm. Fourth, I believe. Okay, because mm. you know how sometimes it can get yeah. slapped on at the end of March, <laughs> wherever the sure. Tuesday lands. But yeah, it. I'm I might sorry. just take that Wednesday off. I mean, it's... I. I know it's not something that I, I mean, I could go to work and come home and still watch it. But the problem is I know how the internet works. Yeah. And you'll have to stay off all day. The Mandalorian season two finale was spoiled for me via Twitter because of a trending name. And I was like, son of a bitch. I could piece it together. It's not like it was that hard. I saw the name. I saw why it was trending and I was like, well, shit. Yeah, you wouldn't have even known to block that to try to save yourself from yeah. spoilers. It, it it never occurred to me because I wasn't thinking about that character. Right. It was just... Yeah. So, and that's it. That's a problem with WandaVision, which, by the way, was amazing this week. Yes! But I, I don't... I'm trying to stay isolated. Yeah. But I can't help what's trending, mm-hmm. so I try to just avoid it at all costs, but I don't think about it sometimes. Or... I can just pick up my phone and there'll be a headline. Yeah. What about this in WandaVision or what about this in Mandalorian? It's like, son of a bitch. Stop it. Just don't put it in your headline, you dumbass. Yeah. Or even the way they pose it can be something. I mean, if you're familiar with the content, you can piece it together. You're just like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah. You can, I you don't can... understand it. And it's like from like major ones, too. Yeah. Like you wouldn't expect to get like spoilers. Mm-hmm. in those uh categories <laughs> yeah yeah it's just but if i gotta if i gotta stay home on a wednesday by god i'll do it yeah well that's what <laughs> I, I was saying if it rolls into good friday you're probably already off good friday mm-hmm. mm. just take mm. just take see just take a longer weekend i mean you're, you're right i could do that it might <gasps> you know you might have some time Ooh. built up where you could just take a paid yeah. day or something it, that's only two two days. Yeah. So I could take the Wednesday third. I like your thinking. I'm telling you, not just a hat mm, rack, my friend. That's right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder. <laughs> I'm gonna ponder that. Ponder the possibility. Uh, one thing, another thing I wanted to bring up because I've been doing this recently, and I just kind of wanted to touch on it. But then there was another thing I wanted to touch on as well, uh, kind of semi-related. I have been watching The Simpsons mm. recently. Now, it's not that I have never watched The Simpsons or have ever stopped. But with Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. you have 31 seasons available. Right. And I thought at one point, I don't know how far in I've actually watched. I'm going I'm to watch them all. I'm actually going to 
like at some point really start paying attention because I know about the ones I've seen a hundred times mm-hmm. versus the ones I, I haven't. And I'm really going to pay attention. I'm going to watch these because they're, anytime you talk to anybody who watches, they're like, yeah, only the first 12 seasons are great. The rest of them suck. And I'm like, all right. Okay. And, and at some point I started watching from like, let's say 13 on. And I remember there being some good episodes, mm-hmm. you know, some that I, I found personally amusing. I got some good laughs out of. So I guess that's why I was wanting to really focus in on it. I'm having a hard time understanding why people are shitting on it. I'm not saying that they are the highly regarded classics of the day. I can even tell a difference in the storytelling, um, even the humor. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand why they're hated. I'm probably in season 24 right now. And I've been doing this a while, mind you. It's maybe like two episodes a day or something like that. I was going like to say, you got over 30 years of, of yeah. content there to watch. So it's it's been a slow burn, which is fine, but mm-hmm. I don't want to miss anything. Like I don't, because I'll usually watch them right, right before bed or something like that, just kind of relaxing. So I'll watch about two episodes and then turn it off. But mm-hmm. I don't want to miss anything. Like I don't want to let that run all night where I'm just like passing out halfway through right i actually Can't remember wanna... which episode you actually fell asleep on because it's yeah. like six past yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but i don't i guess i'm not quite understanding where the hate's coming from mm-hmm. sure there i can't say that i'm sitting there like oh my god this is so funny <laughs> this is the greatest episode ever but i've gotten some genuine laughs out of it i've mm-hmm. i'm like this is good stuff it's not i don't understand where it's coming from in fact i I didn't of, know it was getting that much hate, if I'm being honest. If if you kind of dig into it, it just, people just like, it's not very good. I don't understand why it's still on the air. Like these high and mighty uppity sons of bitches who just think they're better than. It's like, only because the, they got in on something early. Yeah. It's only the only first 12 seasons. Only, it's probably because that's what they remember because that's what was on when they were growing up. Yeah. There go. It's the golden age of Simpsons for you. Mm-hmm. But there's so many good little things here and there that they've done uh even story like development mm-hmm. obviously i don't i wouldn't say that the simpsons is is hell bent on driving <laughs> character well, growth. i mean the characters have never aged so that's right. apparent <laughs> but there, mean. there does seem to be character growth mm-hmm. kind of later on like they build upon certain things i'll, I'll even give you one and this if you haven't watched the show, um, then at this point, <laughs> yeah. spoilers, non-spoilers, yeah, I don't whatever. really care. This yeah. is, you know, uh, they actually put Ned Flanders and Edna Krabappel together in a relationship. And it's oh. in the series where I'm watching. This wasn't like a one-off. It's a thing. Like, they're married and living together. And they yeah, built I upon that. no idea. <laughs> And I was just like, holy crap. Like, it just, it kind of shocked me. Mm-hmm. Because when they kind of did it at first in the episodes, I was like, huh. And they even did like a poll at the end because it was like a season finale. Like, hey, if you want to see this, keep going. And you go to Simpsons.com. And I was like, huh, all right, cool. And then the following well, over episode. Over 30 years, I guess you got to gotta get some help on some stories. Right. You know? <laughs> but in, in like the, the next uh season premiere they said that they would let people know 
and it was a very sly thing. So the entire episode had nothing to do with that mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah? But as the episode kind of goes along, you'd see Ned and... He just showed up and he's like, hey, guess what? I've got some really great news. I'm like, uh, no one cares, Flanders. He's like, all right. And then just walks away. <laughs> and then so, as they so, keep going, <laughs> you're just it's like you know everyone's waiting for it. Right. And then they did this shot of people kind of being like sleeping in the middle of the night. And cut here, cut there, cut here, cut there. And then they cut to Flanders' bed and Edna's in there. She kind of looks up at the camera and winks. And then and you're like, nice. Nice. Okay. Okay, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. again, you go farther in, and they got married. So she's—they're living together. She—they're co-parenting. They made it work. And I was just like, "This is insane!" But that's so cool, you <laughs> yeah. know, because that's—it's added a new element to the story or mm-hmm. to the overall story of of the characters. And I'm like, "That's that's awesome," yeah. you know. It's something I didn't expect, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, all of this said, as I'm sitting here heaping praise on it, there was a joke that I heard. And look, I like a good ribbing uh, as much uh, as the yeah. next person. I can I, I can appreciate a good joke. Sure. But this, this joke was downright hateful. This was mean. Okay? There was an episode where Bart got it into his head that he was going to get back at Nelson for bullying him. And to do so... He was going to kind of use the um, supersize me method of feeding him a McDonald's or Krusty Burger for 30 days. So it's like Nelson comes up to steal the lunch money or whatever. And he's like, well, how about this? I got a coupon book for Krusty Burger. And it's like free burgers, you know, for 30 days. And he's like, all right. So then Nelson starts chowing down on Krusty Burger for 30 days. And he turns into like... A big heavy set. <gasps> he just looks right. terrible. Right. So Lisa gets involved and she's like, oh, we got to get him some help. So they go to Krusty and she's like, you're responsible for this. You got to give him help. And he's like, oh, all right, whatever. So he calls in his trainer and he's like, all right, so I need you to to get on this kid and, and, and you know, get him back into shape. And he's like, um, Hugh Jackman Wolverine shape. And he's like, I'm not made of money. And he's like, Alicia Silverstone in uh, Batman and Robin. He goes, that's what he looks like now. And I was like, come on. That was mean. She was not fat. Far from it in that movie. I tell you, though, like, the standards are just kind of too ridiculous anyway. Yeah. So I just I I was just I don't know it was a it was a terrible joke because if you're gonna say there's a comparison there mm-hmm. joke or not that is an unfair comparison and like you said it just shows the unrealistic standards mm-hmm. because, again I just she was not in any way shape or form fat in that movie that I can remember at all yeah but if they're not scrawny but. Even though they look human. She was. I know. Just, I know. I don't get I it. I never understood it either. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Hey, uh, what have you been playing? Oh, well, I actually I actually did get some gaming in this week. Mm-hmm. I finally did beat 
black sad under the skin that one uh story game that i think i was talking about like several months ago (laughs) never got around to beating it Mm -hmm. where everybody is animals it's just like they're rocking around like humans and everything else is normal but the care it's based off of a comic that I was not aware of having, gotcha. before having played it, but that was fun. Um, mechanics, though, ah, was the only thing, man, that I really wish could have gotten some love. Now, to be fair to them, they say use a controller, and I mm-hmm. just don't. But it, it it was just real clunky. It was real clunky. And just even the way they turn and move and it's a fixed camera and you kind of get stuck some places because you couldn't figure out how to get them around or things like that. But the story, fun, cute, one playthrough. I, I, there's no skip function either. Like if you're getting into a scene that you've already seen before. So unfortunately those things kills my drive for wanting to play a second time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, like when it's heavy story games like that and uh, choices supposedly matter. I, like to skip through the stuff I'd already seen and get to stuff I had but and then as I mentioned last week episode two for not for broadcast the Mm FFB that I was playing uh released and wow wow like the way the story went when I finally finished it was not expecting that and I at first when I was playing it I got annoyed and I, and I got to apologize because I got the splash screen that was like, hey, we updated lots of stuff. You can continue your old game, but some choices in like the, the role-playing portion might not light up. You might want to – because there is parts of the game where it's just like text and kind mm-hmm. of like character development where it'll talk about like your family and then you get to choose because uh, it's in a dystopian like 80s Britain. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you're the newsroom editor – and you can kind of decide whether you're going to make it look kind of pro-government or pro-whatever the resistance is, you know, in, in this one as as the story kind of plays out. And uh, I had I went through them both because I wanted I, – I played the new stuff because they don't know that I love the game and have, like, overplayed episode one a million times. Mm-hmm. So I just accepted the fact some of my choices wouldn't line up because I just wanted to play some of the new stuff <laughs> I played the first one so much because I just love the concept. <laughs> uh, but I did notice I did start one game completely over and I could see what they were talking about, like how the choices would line up a little nicer. I didn't feel like it was so off that it took me out of it because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known about the new dialogue anyway without having played the whole thing over. You know, right. it would have just kind of been lost on me. But I really like it. It's early access. So that's how I calmed myself down from the the first game i'm like i know this already it's early access they did warn things like this would happen they're still working on it um everything love it i love it i freaking love it and i i I wish we could get the third episode and i totally understand you know because apparently in uk they went down on another more full lockdown so Mm -hmm. at the end of each episode we've gotten so far um the developers are so adorable they have like a little thank you video at the end for thank you for playing and trying to give you some sort of update on where things are at and how you can chat with them, like go to Discord or whatever. And then asking like, just so you know, I don't know when we're going to be able to get our cast and crew fully together again, um, but we are trying to finish it. So thank you so much for your patience and everything, as you could tell. And they still were putting out like little stuff here mm-hmm. or there. So for the amount of content you're getting right now, guys, if it's still 
20% off and early access for 15 bucks, go do it. I tell you, I think I've got a solid eight hours right now, and they're not charging for the extra stuff that's coming in. That's pretty good. I'd go for it. It's just such a unique concept. I really dig it. And the mm. way the story went with this this last episode, my God, it's just going to kill me to have to wait that long. I get it, and I understand, and I want you all to be safe, but oh, I want to finish it. I want to play <laughs> it. So well done. The only thing I would nix still is the interference. They mm. adjusted it to something completely different which is fine. Um, that's really my only beef with the game. I just want to nix that one feature. I don't know that it made it better mm-hmm. the way that it is now. Um, and that's just my own personal thing. I don't know if other people hate this function. I just hate it. I hate it. It takes me out too much, I think, because right. there's a. Lo- it used to be a little ball. Like, it's kind of like mini games, if you will. So if you're looking at your newsroom screen, you've got your screens, the main screen, and the screen that's getting fed to the people. And then um, you have your buttons to choose which screen it goes to, censoring, if they use naughty language. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, another one for interference like you got to try to adjust the the screen because it's in the 80s, mind you. So I guess like an antenna, if you will, if the screen starts to get a little fuzzy. And there would be a ball and you would just kind of move it around. You'd see like things coming and you would just move it out of the way. So if it hit the big blocks that you'd get interference. Well, now it's a wave where you move a thing so that the waves move in the shape, mm-hmm. you know, like jag it up and down. Right. I just, I can't, I can't get it. I can't get it. Like the first one, at least it was simple enough. I didn't like it just because I had to pay attention to that, not the screens. Mm. But I actually think this is requiring much more of me paying attention than the last one was. (laughs) You know, like I feel like this almost made it worse for me. Mm -hmm. So I played those sections a couple of times just to try to get a better score on the editing. And I just, I can't, I just can't crack that nut. In, an, in, in a fast enough time to because as soon as it goes red people stop watching and I'm like I, I can't keep up I've adjusted I saw you have a sensitivity level I saw mm-hmm. it I just ugh, I want to turn it off it's the yeah. only part I want to turn off I just don't like it at all but everything else freaking five stars I love it I'm into the story I love how it's played I love the unique concept of it and Go get it, guys. If you're fans of FMV, this is a, a unique way to play one, and I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I just want to get rid of the interference. It's the only thing I hate. <laughs> I just can't get over how much I hate it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, oh, man. And I don't want to. And I don't want to. But, um, yeah, I think that's that's what I've been playing this week. Finished up Black Sad and uh, the, the second episode of my, uh, of my FMV that got updated. All right. Uh, yeah, how about you? Well, you it's going to sound like I played a lot, but I think it was more um, trying different things out and finishing up a few things here and there, just as is. Hopefully you guys don't hear that. What am I hearing? <laughs> they just started like, my next door neighbors, uh-huh. apparently, for like the last five years, could mm-hmm. just never finish remodeling their house i feel like they should have just flattened the entire thing and built a new one in a lot less time so i just all of a sudden heard a saw ah so if you hear stuff i'm sorry guys they love to do it literally right outside my room out of all of the yard space that they have it's always right under my window (laughs) so if you hear it i apologize 
I don't. I'm not sure I have heard it, but I think maybe I did. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, if you just hear a in the middle of it, it's probably me, and I apologize. I don't know what else to do. (laughs) If it's there, uh, maybe I can uh, make it go away. There we go. So maybe the audience will or will not hear it. Who knows? We could be throwing you for a loop, and you're going to be looking for it like an Easter egg, and be like, I don't hear anything. I don't hear it at all. But I got you. That's what happened. I got you. Because you're too pro, man. Anyway, uh, what are, oh yeah. Um, again, sounds like a lot, but technically, eh, not really. Uh, so I finished Man Eater uh, oh, because yeah. you know. Why well, not? that was your next play, right? On the PlayStation yeah, yeah, 5, yeah. though. And you know what? It was. I don't know what I did differently, and maybe it was just my approach was different than it was last time, but. It wasn't necessarily like I breezed through it, but I got to a point where, like the, I remember struggling with, there was like a killer whale Mm -hmm. that you have to fight, uh, like when you're close to the end, and I remember it like tore my ass up the first time I played it, and I'm sure I mentioned it here on this podcast when I Mm -hmm. reviewed the game, and this time I stomped the shit out of that thing. I don't know what happened or what I did differently, or maybe I was just better prepared than I was last time. But yeah, I took that thing down. It didn't even. It's touch all them me. extra frames you're getting now, oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know those PS5 frames. So, yeah, I, I beat that. Finished it. Didn't have a trophy glitch like I did last time. Nice. Got all my trophies, so I'm good there tried tried to go back to just cause 4 i don't know why this game is not looking anywhere okay. near you can it's, you can walk away if you want i just don't understand what happened like i've look i like even you tried were loving it and then now you're not no, or no, no. i just never just, could get into it graphically that's the problem oh. the graphics something from 4 to 5 Whatever's happened, like I've got all the HDR settings, high quality, whatever, mm-hmm. but it just, it's like it downgraded in the worst possible way. Everything is so, I, I, you just have to see it. Like there was a tornado. I don't know if you know that is a feature in the game, Mm-mm. but there's weather and stuff that can mess with you or whatever. But I was approaching a tornado before I got into the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a tornado. Well, now it looks like a tornado, but there's a line here and then another line here. Like you can see the rigid outline of the pixels on the tornado. Here. Everything is that's so. That's not the art style. No, it's like everything <laughs> is very, like has downgraded. And yeah. and if they could patch it or something like that and, or make it, you know good for the play whatever it is the game is not running at the capacity or or whatever the high performance that it needs to on this system it's almost like it took a step down mm-hmm. it's weird wow. yeah. yeah so i don't know what's happened but i can't play it on the playstation 5 i just can't and it was so, fine on the 4 huh yeah it was perfectly fine like wow, i didn't that's even that's interesting yeah so it's weird hmm. so because of that uh, and there's really not a whole lot, although there will be next month or in next few days. What that game control is yes. supposed to be coming uh, yeah. on the PlayStation Plus? Yeah, I did yeah. play yeah. that. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. I played that 
on I gotta I gotta get through that one. Did you so you have played it? I well I haven't played it. No, so okay. I finally got it on PC I don't know, it was like maybe a month or two ago on like a really good sale. Mm-hmm. So I like swiped it up with something else and I actually downloaded it. That was gonna be my game to play ah. this week until not for broadcast and the other one came out. So I was like, All right, I kinda wanna talk about these mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then I'll get to control, but I do wanna play it. It is downloaded and ready. Gotcha. So I, there's um yeah, it's coming to PlayStation 5, or it'll, it'll be part of the PlayStation Plus package mm-hmm. this month, or, yeah, for this month. It's February. Yeah. Oh, forgot. yeah, it is February. We just said, too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think I played, it was either on Stadia or Luna, I don't remember which one had it, but I remember trying it out to see how mm-hmm. it was going to work, and the concept seemed good enough, Yeah, but I wasn't committed to playing through it at that time, because I was like... I'm not going to play this enough here. Right. But you give it to me on the platform that I want to play on, and I'll, I'll get to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And then there were a few other games that were coming out that where I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to play it too, but whatever. Uh, so I was looking through my library to see if there were any games that I may want to play mm-hmm. that I haven't played yet. I tried Crash Bandicoot because I've never played that. Yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I think it probably maybe enjoyed more when it was new. Mm-hmm. I think we suffer now from having had to. <laughs> I don't have the nostalgia for it. Yeah. I think and that's. I guess now if, we're if saying I did, you didn't either if you didn't play it before. Mm-hmm. I think if I did, maybe I would. But see, mm-hmm. I didn't have a an affinity for uh, Spyro, but I played the hell out of that game. Like the whole trilogy. I mm-hmm. like that. But this, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Different strokes, different folks. Yeah, it's just, it's not a platformer that I prefer. Yeah. So I could do without it. Um, What else did I play? I did did mess around. I I don't want to say like I'm on a Mortal Kombat kick, but I think just to kill some time, it's an easy something. Like if I know I don't have time to really get anything, I just pick it up and I'm like, eh, let's fight some. My Slay the Spire. Yeah. Just some time to fill. I forgot, and this must have been a PlayStation Plus game recently that I've just completely forgotten about, but I downloaded uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, you know, that highly controversial game. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought, what the hell, I'll I'll give this a go. Again, I I wasn't there when the controversy happened. I just want to play through the story, and then I'm Mm -hmm. out. I, I could give a shit about playing online. Right. So what I played about it, or through... So far, I'm just like, yeah, it's all right. So I'll probably just get through that and then walk away because I don't want to play online with anybody. That's I'm that fair. guy. Yeah. Uh, but then yesterday, since I was just kind of in a mood, I was trying. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into what I was doing. I was okay. going to uh, commit a lot of time to working on that show that I've been promising that was going to come out this year. Yeah. And then my computer is fighting me on it for some reason. I don't understand why. The new one? Yeah. No. I don't. Stop I don't, it. I'm not blaming the computer. It's the program. I don't know what why the program is wanting to fight me all of a sudden. Okay. So I'm yeah. starting to get really, really pissed because I just, I just, I just want to do this, and I think right. that's what's been hindering me from getting anything done, is because every time I set foot and set down to work on it, the program is like, nah. 
Hmm. And so then I get discouraged because I'm frustrated right. with the program and I don't want to work on it. Sure. Yeah. No, so if I've got to sit here and fight this all day. But anyway, I that was a that was a headache from yesterday. So I was like, all right, screw, screw it. And uh, my wife, she was watching her one of her shows that she likes and I didn't want to interrupt that. So I was like, well, I'll go into the bedroom. The, the PlayStation 4 is in there. So let's go see what we can do in there. And I thought about picking up and continuing Just Cause 4. But then I thought, you know what? I got the VR in here. I haven't yeah. played VR in a while. And since my TV in the bedroom, I can kind of move it uh-huh. and reposition it into the open space in the bedroom. Oh, look I did at that. that open space yeah. in the bedroom. So I was I like, all right, that. you know what? Let's try this out. Let's see how this will work. So I put in the VR, and I started looking. I was like, all right, so what VR games do I have? I remembered being or playing through Blood and Truth, which mm-hmm. you graciously got me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. But I never finished it. And I was like, you know what? Let's let's finish this game. I okay. never, I didn't realize how close to the end of the game I was. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I pop in, and then suddenly, I, like, I'm in the middle of a gunfight. And before I knew it, it was like three set pieces i guess running through a building shooting a bunch of people like and, in a car chase and then mm-hmm. airplane and then it was like you're at the end and i'm like what i was like holy crap that didn't take long and okay so spoilers if you if you want to play it it's been three, out long enough two, damn it what so you're in the airplane with the, the main baddie and he was just sitting there talking and i was just holding the gun because i was trying to you know like movie style you just kind of it's like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Like, I'm being a tough guy. Uh-huh. And he says, let me tell you a story. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and then I just sat there and thought for a second. I looked or at with my the gun. guy when he's sitting in the chair. Yeah. I looked at my gun. I turned to the side and go, pow. And I was like, huh, that went off. His mid-story, he didn't flinch. So I went, pow, pow. <laughs> and it was like, bling. I heard a trophy pop. And I was like, oh, shit, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did that the first time too. I was just like, can I? Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I shot that son of a bitch and then the whole plane exploded and I was like, okay, cool. Ending. That's, that's one way. Yeah. So I was glad that there wasn't a bad or a wrong or right way to do it. Yeah. Because as soon as he's like, let me tell you a story. I was like, Jesus Christ. But you can listen to it and do something else. So you might've done that too. I was curious one way or the other. It was just like, I do have this gun. I don't have to sit here and listen to this crap. Right? (laughs) You're just buying time until whatever plan you have can kick in. That's why I never understand why we let bad guys have their their monologue. It's like, no, they're just buying time. Just kill them now. And apparently I got a trophy. Like the trophy that I got was by sheer accident. Because I liked messing with the hands, and you know, you could do gestures and stuff like that. Right. I'd flipped him off prior to that, and apparently oh. that's it's a tra- you flip him off and then you shoot him. And I was like, oh, cool. oh, that so a neat. trophy if you flip off first, then kill him, eh? Right. Yeah, I didn't know that. And like I said, it was sheer accident. I wasn't plan. I was just sitting there messing around, like fuck you, dude. See, I think those are the most fun to find. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but then since I beat that so quick, right? <laughs> there was nothing else. To, it was like, all right, well, I mean, I could have went through it again, I guess, but, uh, I thought, uh, what else? And then I remember the Iron Man VR. I never finished that. Oh, so yeah. I was like, all right, well, I've got a little open space for that. Let's see what I can do with that. Played through one level of that or one chapter, 
because it's it can get very intense. Yeah. Uh, especially whipping around, trying to do everything. But I got mm-hmm. to fly around a shield helicarrier, mm-hmm. and that was kind of neat. And what was interesting about it is, I guess, from my brain was not picking up on certain elements of depth. So I'm sitting there flying around, and I'm looking down at the helicarrier, and it's like, it's kind of big, I guess. You know, because... On the airplane, when you like that first opening shot or right. one like level where you, or something. yeah, and you're sitting there flying around in the airplane, it looked huge. Yeah. But then it took me a minute to kind of get in on the helicarrier and be like, all right, this is actually kind of big. But I was floating above it and you could see the airplanes that are kind of mm-hmm. sitting on it. And I was like, and I was like, hmm, some don't look right. Like almost like the size uh, was offer like they just didn't do their homework or something like that and it, it, i'm gonna fly next to that plane it's gonna be like oh look at that, that puny little plane it's not right there and i landed right in front of that thing and that airplane was like full size and i was like oh well I, okay then <laughs> so i flew <laughs> off and was like i'm back at it <laughs> i don't know something in my peanut brain was just looking at it, it was like something yeah it just don't look right it's not right yeah yeah so i just wanted to prove yeah, I was right. And it was like, <laughs> no, this is a full-size airplane. You're just like, way the hell up there. Yeah, and it looks small. Yeah, not to scale. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. But yeah, I messed around with that for a little bit, and it was kind of neat. But uh, it's intense. So yeah, I can only go yeah. so long in that. I can understand. But yeah, I don't know what I'll be playing. It's, like I said, it sounds like a lot, but it's just been kind of piddling here, piddling right. there. And just, just a little bit time yeah. on each. I've done that. Just kind of hopped around. Yeah. See because what you're I'm, in the mood for. And I think that's the problem right now. I'm just really not, I don't know what I'm in the mood for. I'm just kind of messing around. It's been a struggle for a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand that one all too well, which is why I go back to Slay the Spire. And I'm like, dang it. There's just like, you could be playing something else mm-hmm. <laughs> that you've not played. So I think I, I'm kind of hoping when Control comes out, which I, I mean, I do have some other full games that could mm-hmm. be just as fun, but. I don't know. When I look at them, I'm like, that's going to take a while. <laughs> it probably will. I don't know how long. Like, I've not looked up how long to beat mm-hmm. and how much you can deviate from it, but I've heard it's good. And I enjoyed Alvin Wake. And when I found out that it shares that universe, mm-hmm. I'd kind of like to see if that, how much of the story they kind of go off of there. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. But hey. I'm sure you got some news, so why don't you we tell me about some news? We got a little bit of news, yeah. I mean, we may as well just get this one out of the way, because it was the one that just kind of like took over everything. Hmm. And the only reason why gamers were even talking about it is just the company that ended up getting caught up in this whole mess. So I'm sure you all know about this Wall Street bet story, man. This is... This was nuts. Yeah. Uh, so as you know, the only reason why it bled into gaming news is because they set their sights on GameStop. Uh, so I struggled to understand what was going on initially. So I feel like I've got a pretty decent understanding. Mm-hmm. Wall Street's not my bag, baby. I don't do sure. the whole stock trading. So, you know, it took me a minute to kind of get it. So in the off chance you don't know... A brief TLDR. Um, there is a Reddit group that goes by Wall Street Bets, which is a group that discusses stock options and trading, which amasses over about two and a half million people. All right. Um, someone described it as like 4chan found a Bloomberg terminal. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> they got together and caused a pretty big shakeup in the market. Um, it, roots seem to trace back to a post made in the group on September 19th. 
2020, uh, where a Redditor by the handle Player896 posted in the channel, and I quote, bankrupting institutional investors for dummies featuring GameStop where he went on to explain his plan. Um, And since short sellers were big on gambling against GameStop because they thought for sure it would fail, as to be fair, all of us did, um, (laughs) the group got together and collectively drove the price of the shares up so high that the short sellers ended up losing billions with a B. Mm Mm-hmm. He isn't boy. Uh, Melvin Capital seemed to be the group that the the, the sites were set on mostly focusing because, you know, eventually the story broke out and it wasn't just GameStop. You started seeing other ones, you know, from like Nokia and BlackBerry and AMC was another one that was floating up there. Um, so Melvin Capital is a U.S. based hedge fund that uh, seemed to take the biggest hits. Uh, they needed to get bailed out from two other hedge funds that went by Citadel and Point Twenty Seven Asset Management Group. Uh, gave them two point seven five million or billion to try to bail them out. So in the span of about nine days, wow. GME stock rose over eighteen hundred percent from about twenty bucks a share to three hundred and eighty dollars. Um, and then, like I was just saying, BlackBerry, AMC, Nokia, oh, and Bed Bath and Beyond. So then, of course, it turned into it wasn't just gaming at that point, and uh, GameStop just kind of ended up getting inadvertently involved in this. So it's been a fascinating read, honestly, and I learned way more about hedge funds than I really understood before. And yes, I did watch The Big Short. Okay, <laughs> you know our big documentary did. from you know the states on how all that works, right? Or The Wolf of Wall Street. You know, we have our documentaries, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, Honestly, though, it's the most on-brand GameStop story I've ever heard. When you're buying something from GameStop only to sell it back for, like, way less. <laughs> so on-brand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the memes have been great. But uh, the rest of the story kind of deviates into the more economy and not gaming-related. So just wanted to bring it up because it's crazy, man. Yeah. GameStop, you know, they're sitting around going, I don't, I don't, what's happening? What's funny, and I don't I'm sure you've heard... <laughs> Uh, people saying this are the people who don't get it and they're just like man we got to get it on the most GameStop thing it's like yeah no 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 it's too late as far as I'm concerned I was like you're if you jump in now you're asking to lose money yeah I said you're not going to get what you think you're going to get I said unless you were in on the ground floor which Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you before like long before this happened I had considered GameStop stock but it was the idea that like we ju- you just said, I, d- I didn't know if it was going to last. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to buy into a company that's going to lose money. Well, they keep closing locations yeah. by the hundreds and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, this is going to break. It's going to pop. I yeah. mean, it's. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's what I'm waiting for, too, because for me, it was just like, yeah, it would be great. But had I known about this ahead of time? Sure. I would have I would have plopped some money in just to see. But. Right. Before then, it was just, we're looking at this company that's futures. Is it going to last? Is it not? Who Unless knows? Unless they make because, some huge jump into digital somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So it just seemed extremely volatile. This now is extremely volatile. And all these people are just like, we got to get in on it now. No, 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 no. Don't. Yeah, that time has passed. Yeah. You're, you're long overdue. Just because it's happening now, unless you were in on it, you're not going to make any yeah. money. Unless you paid that 1979. 
Yeah. <laughs> and of course, to be fair, like we're we're talking about this on Monday. Um, I don't know what how what the bell brought this morning. And yeah. obviously I don't have the clairvoyance to know what it's going to close out on Monday night. Um but that they're trying to hold the line. So we'll see. Uh, no. I say just keep an eye on it just because it's interesting. I don't know that it'll encompass any more gaming news past this because it's not its focus at all. They just happen to s- grab up GameStop stock. <laughs> Go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get a little bit of an update on the Riot Games lawsuit. Which one? Oh, okay. I know. There's been yeah. so many. But... <laughs> Uh, this one was the class action lawsuit. Um, if you remember, we reported, heck, I think it's been well more than a year ago now, probably two, where Riot Games was in a lawsuit, obviously, over how women have been mistreated and discriminated against inside their doors and tried to offer a settlement that the state of California stepped in and went, yeah, um, that's too low. If you remember that one where even mm-hmm. California was like, there's no way you're going to try to just pay these people this amount and, and go about your life. So after two years of negotiations, Riot Games is hoping to persuade the women in the lawsuit to maybe try individual secret arbitrations instead. No. You know, because just like they can't get enough bad press. So plaintiff's counsel said in a statement, and I quote, even after the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing and the Division of Labor Standards Enforcement opposed the initial settlement Riot Games continued to engage in talks while we spent time, effort, and money on experts to determine a fair settlement. So still trying to undermine to pay less. So reading on it, it seems that since Riot knows it can't settle this for cheap, because the state has already told you that's not going to happen, it's it's now trying to force the women into arbitration, which could prevent the women from fighting together within this class action lawsuit. Um, so it, it, that would make them all their own little individual settlement and and break them out of this. So I thought that's why they even did this to begin with, because they were trying to force this to begin mm-hmm. with. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. They just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I fail to understand what they're trying to do anymore. But um, if, if the right. courts actually play along with this portion, it will have wasted all of these years of efforts that the women have just been seeking justice and fair treatment within riot. So there's still garbage. Nothing has changed, it seems. So now we're keeping an eye on that. I have faith they're not going to get away with it because of California already said years ago that you're you're way lowballing what they went through and how you're planning on making it up to them. Mm. Um, so I don't see how this is going to fly. I almost feel like it would just piss them off more. We've already given yeah. you warning two years ago, and then now you're trying to do this again. But <sighs> it's going to be now a wait and see what happens after this point. So I don't know. I think California should just tell them to pay them all as much as humanly possible at this point, since you Mm. keep just not wanting to play along and and do the right thing here and just be like, you know what? I hope they just get that judge on a bad day. That's like, you know what? (laughs) We've been messing around with you for far too long Mm -hmm. and you're not getting it through your thick head. What the problem is here. So billions, what are you worth? What can you keep just to keep yourself open? That's all you get. This might just be me going off the handle now because i'm so sick of seeing riot doing this crap no i understand i feel like they're <laughs> gaslighting them at this point it's just like why why do you continue to keep doing this crap just just do what you're told just do just the get, right thing yeah i mean for god's sakes all you're doing you just you want to it, it it's a power thing 
goes right back to the the mentality that started this crap to begin with. It's like, I ain't going to have a woman tell me what to do. She's a lesser thing, so I'm just going to gaslight her ass Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until it's fuck riot. Yeah, for real at this point, because it's like I feel like you're spending way much more time and effort to not do the right thing than it would have taken you to just do the right thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're spending way more. Anyway, but that's the update. So I um, never really bought into Riot Games games that just for no other reason than it just didn't appeal to me. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know that there ever will be, even if one does look interesting. I'm just I'm kind of done with it. We've been doing this for years. No, they can Uh, go. Straight yeah. to hell. Mm-hmm. And Definitely I will not. never, ever, ever, ever support them. Ever. This is, it's just getting ridiculous. Ever. But how about we trash Cyberpunk a little bit more? Huh? Sure. No. Why not? <laughs> Why not? No, not really. This one isn't really trashing Cyberpunk. But it is back in the news. And at least this time, it's not something CDPR did. Mm-hmm. But the community, actually. <clears throat> we all know modders love to change things about their games. Um, either they want it aesthetically pleasing in a different way. Sometimes they might tweak how the game behaves a little bit. Just, you know, it's fun. Uh, modders are going to mod. Well, this time they modded in Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he's in the game. But now mm-hmm. he's one of the sex workers. So you can just have all Ugh. sorts of sex with Keanu Reeves if you want. Or Johnny Hil- Silverhand, I guess I should say more specifically. But the reason the was... Keanu. Yeah. yeah, it was Ke- Well, let's be real, right? <laughs> so, Come on. yes, they created a mod. Um, so they they have the sex workers or joy toys, I think is what it's called in the game. Mm. Um, so now you just mod them in as a workable joy toy. Uh, but CDPR is asking you to maybe not do that. <laughs> And they say, our most important rule regarding user-generated content, game mods in particular, is that it can't, it can't be harmful towards others. So in the case of model swaps, especially those that involve explicit situations, it could be perceived as such by the people who lent us their appearance for the purpose of creating characters in the game, mm. not for your... Sexy okay. times. So, um, therefore, when making fan content, creators have to make sure they've got permission from all concerned parties for the likeness of their game. So, um, they're 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 like, yeah, you could tweak it for fun, but this could be lawsuit area problems sure. anyway. So, I, I guess as long as the character isn't famous, go all ham is what I kind mm-hmm. of get from this. Like we we don't want you to use him explicitly, but like, yeah, I mean, you got all these other ones in the game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <clears throat> oh, and they also patched the game and then and then broke it again. So that that was another piece of news. I didn't really feel like we needed yeah. to go into any more no. detail of them patching and breaking something else. I'm sure it'll get fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds about like uh, Fallout 76 at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed something, something else breaks, and it's mm-hmm. bad. And apparently this one actually like broke a story story oh. mission part. So thankfully I was already well past all that because they were like, well, if you're past it, you're fine. But if you're in a game where it does it, that one's effed unless you can find a save from mm. prior to that happening. So I don't know. I think if you've beaten it, just let it sit for a while now. Just don't download. Don't touch it. Don't do nothing. <laughs> let your game be. And then in a year, we'll be good. Hey, hey, hey. there were some more rumors going around this week. I think it's kind of been floating for a while, but maybe you might like it. 
Um, a new Knights of the Old Republic has mm-hmm. finally been getting some more teeth in this rumor about one actually being in development. Um, and I know, I feel like I saw this over the last couple weeks, but didn't take much stock in it at the time. Because again, I feel like I've heard Kotar rumors for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but now with the revival of Lucasfilms, or what used to be LucasArts, now Lucasfilms, uh, did announce that it would be licensing to other companies we already know Ubisoft has one, you know. Uh, so Kotar looks to have been handed off to another outside EA dev. Uh, right now in the article from Jason Scryer, all they'll say is we'll never guess who. So nobody's saying who the developing team is that has been working on this. Um But apparently it's not as mysterious as you think. It's just a household name most people are aware of and wouldn't think in this capacity. So time will tell. So now I'm curious from these leakers, unless they're pulling my leg, like who in the hell could it be that I wouldn't expect to be doing a Knights of the Old Republic? So a solid developer, but not Not wouldn't wouldn't be known for this. Yeah. That's the only, so Nate Najda of Wushu Studios, who apparently is really well known for um, leaking good mm. information. That was all they said. It's not as mysterious as you think. It's just not a household name most people are aware of, like oh. in, in that regard. I got you. So hmm. now I'm just like racking my brain. So that might be interesting now. I'm more interested now that I see them going away from EA. Yeah. Because the competition in this space could be cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not even that huge of a Star Wars fan, and I'm excited for this because competition in the space is always good. It's always a good thing. And think about it like this. The fact that Lucasfilm Games is out there going, who wants a Star Wars game? Who wants to make a Star Wars game? And they're like, me, 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 me. This is your one. This is your chance to prove that you are capable of doing so. And if you succeed... You get another one. Uh-huh. If you fail, they're going to be like, nah, yep. I'm take this over here. Hell, it might be even more picky on the pitches, too. And that is what's going to make this so great. And mm-hmm. hopefully, it will drive creativity up for these games. And we're not just going right. to get middling titles. For it's- your many. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm excited for y'all, too. And who knows? I might be stepping in on some of them. Who knows? If the concept and the story and everything looks fun, I'm all about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to feel old? <sighs> Again? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, well, I might have just the thing for you, so let's see here. <clears throat> Crystal Dynamics has plans for Tomb Raider's 25th anniversary. Uh, 25 uh... years. Believe it or not, yes, Laura has been raiding the tombs for almost 25 years now. And Crystal Dynamics has plans for this. Firstly, though, they want to unify the timelines of the franchise, which I find interesting. While no major game announcements have been made as of yet, there are in the works and planning on something that is going to unify the trilogies of old with Uh, the trilogies of new um, and make those timelines fit. Hmm. Um, So... That's all I know about that one because they're not giving you too much because they even in the article I was reading, it sounds like they're like, yeah, this isn't easy. Yeah. 
<laughs> so there's still, it's probably going to be a minute, but we just wanted to let you know, we are working on a way to unify all of these timelines so it makes sense. Um, so yeah, we're going to go from 96, Angel of Darkness, to the 2006 and onward. So okay, filling in those that, that, that gap there, it looks like. Did you, um, I know it's an older game, and I, just while you're on the subject, did, did you ever play Shadow of the Tomb Raider? The, uh, see, now I'm going to have to, I'm going to get them confused. Is that the old one? I feel like that's the I played last... all of the new ones and one of the old ones. No, this was like the last entry in the new series. Yes, then. I was have played, any... I've played all the three of the newer ones. Was it, was it good? I liked it. Okay. I mean, I honestly, between them all, the only thing that's really different is just whatever the overarching story is for that one. But this one kind of continued through. So I know this is going to sound like a BS answer, but if you like the first one, you'll probably like all of them because they play the same. Okay. Uh, They tweak the mechanics a little bit, maybe like a different upgrade on things that you could do from the second to the third and so on. But yeah, I enjoyed the whole trilogy. Well, I was just, uh, I felt like I remembered Shadow of the Tomb Raider being maligned for some reason, but I couldn't remember why. And I know I have it. I think it was the one of the games on the the PlayStation Plus, and that was I was going to download it, you know, when I was trying to decide what to play. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I hesitated. Yeah, I don't recall having feeling like any of that. I feel like the stories all from the last three matched up really well because it was mm. kind of one bigger one. Gotcha. Because we're always talking about our dad and all yeah, that yeah. Kind of stuff. So, uh, but I mean, I like them. I like them. Uh, So, uh, yeah, if you've got it, play it. I'm sure you'll enjoy it just for what it is once through. I never felt the need to pick it up again. Um, Let's see. Oh, and also, so today, Mm -hmm. I guess, February 1st is when the official celebrations start so um and the same article i was reading also pointed us to a netflix tomb raider anime that's Uh in the works according to netflix the anime will be a sequel to the most recent reboot of the series and of course follows lara as she does all the tomb raidery things um written by tasha howe who is also working on the witcher blood orange live action spinoff all right and for you steven there's also a king kong anime spinoff happening of kong skull island which will just be titled skull island it was in the same thing so i didn't know if you knew i figured you did but i would just let you know i saw it and i was like all right more kong let's do it yeah and that netflix is getting some uh interesting little grabs here so it'll be (laughs) be an interesting year just just like Michael Corleone said, as soon as I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Because every time I think, mm-hmm. what do I watch on this service? Nothing. And then I really think about it, and I was like, okay, so maybe I watched Sabrina, but it's over now. Yeah. Uh, or or maybe I watched Orange is a New Black, but it's over now. Yeah. And and you, I keep thinking of something I had watched, and now it's done. Yeah. So what what's keeping me there? Nothing. They and have to keep doing this. I could I could just I could wash my hands of it, and then this happens. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Yeah. No, I think they're gonna especially now they're gonna have to pull out all them stops, man. <laughs> Early and mm-hmm. truly, you know, because I I think well deviating, but I still think that's the problem with dropping your entire seasons at once. 
They're they're look depends you keep us on there what weekly it is. Coming back, that's another thing. But you let us binge it in a weekend, and we could just cancel mm. and be done. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like right now with using Wandavision as a as an example. That's mm. oh my god. That's yeah, no, that's like good. with the Mandalorian, it was fine. Like you still felt like you wanted more, but mm-hmm. the story was done. But this, oh my god, it's just like I want it all right now. I do too. I'm enjoying it. And like, see, now you're getting from two different sides because Steven, huge fan all his life, read the comics, deep in the lore, gets it. I'm just a fan of certain mediums that come out, like the movies and things like that. So. Mm. If you're like me, you'll love it. If you're like Steven, you'll love it. See, there's just, there's stuff yeah. to love. You don't but have it's... to be deep in the lore. You'll probably enjoy it more because you'll yeah. get the little nods and stuff like that. That goes over my head until the hubs explains it to me. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm still enjoying it. See, you sound like, you sound like, um, well, not so much, but kind of like Kevin Smith was talking about him and his wife. Oh, he yeah. He said that like she, I mean, you at least, you you have kind of an interest in it. It's mm-hmm. not like deep lore interest, but you have an interest. Like you right. watch some of the movies and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I want to watch this. Like she fun. has, she has no interest in the shit whatsoever. Oh, yeah. And of course, he's like a huge, huge comic book oh, yeah. nerd like me. And he was saying that when Wandavision came out, she actually did want to watch it. But he said that he had watched episode one, like or I guess the first two episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. The you know early in the morning when it first released, uh-huh. and then the next day she actually wanted to watch it. So he was just sitting there like, she'd be like, well, what is this? And he's like, pause. Well. Right? Oh, God. Give him a reason to talk? Yeah. No, he's in heaven. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So so the fact that she's even even cares is like, oh, my God. I just love this even more. (laughs) Yeah. No, when when he gets into a a certain piece of lore. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll sit there and listen. I could tell he's excited for it. And not only that, it does actually help me enjoy a piece of information a little bit more. Now, I yeah. granted, I wouldn't have known about it. It would have just flown on by. But just to see those little nods and appreciation and stuff along the way, sure, sure, that's fun. So. I did I did notice uh, one interesting little aspect of this last episode uh, where they were writing questions down on the board. Mm-hmm. There was one thing that got brought up, and they... It's like they pointed it out, but also kind of glossed over it. The, uh, was it the hexagons? What does the hexagon mean? Was it oh, the hexagon? Yeah. Or, it was a shape. Like, they were focusing in on a shape. It's like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's true. If you if you go back and look at the openings of every, or even the endings, there's a shape. A very specific Well, don't shape. they say really good writing? Like, if you think you know what's happening, that means that they've done a really nice job of just slowly kind of filtering it to you through the whole time. Mm-hmm. So you think, oh, I know where this is going. Well, it's because they kind of gently led you there, hopefully without your knowledge, but planting the seeds. I think, I think by the end of it, like all these theories that people have, they're good. But mm-hmm. Something tells me... They've got a nice big smack in the know. face waiting for you that you're not even yeah. going to expect because I commend however they've been doing this with Disney mm-hmm. Plus shows because The Mandalorian has just blown my mind how silent all these rumors and leaks have been. Mm-hmm. Like, use Baby Yoda, for example, or, or Grogu. Yeah. No one knew shit about this. So when that yep. episode dropped and we're watching it, and you get to the end, you're like, 
What? See? This is why I don't understand why people enjoy spoilers and stuff like that. Like that moment you wouldn't have had. Mm-hmm. Remember how you felt in that, that moment. You blew know what I mean? my like, mind. Yeah. I was like, what? Because it just, <laughs> I didn't know what to. Yeah. Ah, the thing. He's a little thing. He's like yourself, people. Yeah, he's don't like a little, it. little thing. He's so cute. So and cute. Just, I wanted to just, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I remember, I think the next day you sent me a gif or, or a picture or a stall yeah. shot or something. And I'm like, what is this? Why? <laughs> You're like, oh my God. <laughs> why is this so cute yeah i just i love that feeling and i wish yeah. i wish people would just you don't why you don't have to why do you want to suck the joy out of everything i know i don't know we live in a strange timeline mm-hmm. really do uh let's see last little bit of like news news um let's say microsoft's moves last year seems to have paid off mm-hmm. seems to have paid off as reportedly shown xbox's revenue rose 51% for the first fiscal period, which is up from the same time last year of the same quarter or the year prior of the same quarter, which, duh, everybody, a lot of video game things have taken a huge uptick, you know, since we're all stuck at home and a lot of a lot of people still are. Uh, this is the first earnings for Microsoft since it launched the X and S uh, on consoles in November. So the release made the hardware sales up 86%. Mm-hmm which actually could have been higher if it weren't for shortages that, mm-hmm. well, both consoles suffered from. Uh, but since content and services rose 40%, which is driven by third-party sales, remember all those nice little games and acquisitions that Microsoft got a hold of, um, which they obviously get a cut for every time it's sold on their storefront. Game Pass subscriptions went up. First-party sales went up. So across all business units, Microsoft pulled in billion in revenue for the period, which is up 17%, and posted a profit of 15.5 billion. So it seems the seven and a half bill they threw at Zenimax worked out. Good. (laughs) I guess. I mean, you know, we were like, it was one of the biggest acquisitions, especially in gaming. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so, and I know that that's not exactly like how money works. I'm sure there's like liquid assets and all this kind of stuff that goes way into the weeds that I don't, I don't know if that billion equals one billion in cash money, but still looks like at least twice over they're doing okay. Um, but there is still other acquisitions that are being rumored coming around. So I think by the end of this year into early mid next i think we're gonna hear another rumor about another big buy it's just uh, so much is floating around there so we'll see it's probably just gonna be like microsoft and sony against the world right (laughs) and then and i like i'm a little sad about that especially we just got done talking about competition and all that Mm -hmm. but we'll see we'll see hopefully they just don't kill one of your one of your favorites as they've been known to do as they've been known to do. Let's see. I have a few quickies. Okay. Uh, outside of that, I'll just get the sad one out of the way right away. Uh, Resident Evil Village actress Jeanette Mouse unfortunately passed away this week at the age of 39, lost a battle with colon cancer. Um, I heartfelt condolences to the family, mm. man. This is just, it's, ugh, it's horrible to hear. Um, her likeness and, and voice will be 
and is in the uh, what will be the most recent Resident Evil when it gets released. Um, if you watch the trailer, she is one of the vampire witches. Mm-hmm. Um, not not the big lady that everybody was obsessed with. She was one of the other ones and has lent her voice to various other Resident Evil games and franchises in, in her in her life. And um, it's just heartbreaking to see such a talent at such a young age for F cancer. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ugh. But uh, condolences to the family on that one and uh, glad to see that at least that likeness will still be able to live on in something that she loved to do. So absolutely not much more I can say of that, but there is a little bit more of resident evil news um, in the showcase that Capcom had uh, came with the announcement of the Japanese complete collector's edition version. Did you hear about this one? I did not. (laughs) So with this bundle, you get the game Mm -hmm. an art book, uh, four original postcards, a set of one out of six miniature collectibles that I don't even know what all six would be, but one of six and a Chris Redfield figurine, like a pretty decent size. So, I mean, we're getting a pretty hefty sized bundle here mm-hmm. and a very special, totally wearable Chris Redfield coat. Nice, big, I think it said medium, which in Asian cultures means like extra, extra small for America. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Keep that in mind. (laughs) I've ordered large from there and my left leg wouldn't even go through. So (laughs) read the dimensions. Um, But this whole bundle will only run you. Let's see the game. Uh, uh, Oh, yes. $1,800. Yeah. So if you've got $1,800. To throw around or 192,500 yen. <laughs> this can be yours. No. That coat better keep me like insanely warm. You know? <laughs> mm. Like, I feel like they haven't they done this before. Yeah. Some ridiculous similar. bundle with one of their jackets or something that costs like a couple grand also. I feel like this isn't a new thing that they do. So no. um I I don't know if you could buy it here, but however many of those that you could find it was limited and uh the, the gg i guess the best wishes if you're out mm. for that um intel made some big moves hmm? uh well uh, exciting for me anyway and probably anybody into the tech world but it was granted a half billion dollars to boost funding out of intel products in vietnam so one of their the biggest uh centers where they do the production of all of the cpu cards and all of that um its primary function is assembling the Intel chips. Okay. Uh, so with this boost, they are making bigger moves to more complex designs and better GPUs. So for me, I'm just excited to see what kind of technology comes out of that because they're already making some really cool ones to kind of compete because this whole with uh, AMD kicking up now and really starting to take off and actually the, the pretty good competitor if not better on some of them mm-hmm. they're really I, I need to look into them more because the way they do their measurements for everything is so much different that i have to really sit down side by side with amd and intel and like really figure out the differences there but hey, hey. bigger better cards which could go for consoles and everything too because those are just computers now too as you all know instead <laughs> of smaller form um let's see apparently Elon Musk's new Tesla Model S refresh can run cyberpunk. Oh, well. Yeah. So mm. the center screen 
in this car boasts 10 teraflops of processing power, which is comparable to the PS5. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Musk also claims it has more storage and easily upgradable. So if you cannot find an Xbox S or X or you can't find a PS5, guys, just go freaking buy a Tesla. There you go. Yeah. Go get a Tesla to play a buggy ass game. Show those scalpers you will not be had <laughs> i will not pay you for this console i'm gonna buy a tesla yep just saying Screw all right and, and this was just a mention because i thought it was an interesting article i'm not going to go into a huge things so something maybe if you guys want to read it but jason scryer always does have some pretty good ones um had a really interesting article on why he felt amazon just wasn't able to make it in the games industry. I know we floated their ideas back and forth and certain games that they've worked on that's been canceled, canned, all of this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. they just can't seem to crack the code on making games. I'm not sad about it. I feel like they have enough. Uh, but uh, Amazon Game Studios, after eight years, and all they came up with was two bad games that none of us even really remember. So it was just an interesting read. Like, if you want to go to that Bloomberg News article about why they just felt they couldn't quite bust in, and I don't want them to, to be fair. I feel like he owns enough, but... Yeah. Uh, what 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 games? <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. That I didn't even remember what they were. So, I know that there was an MMO. I'm trying to remember the name of it now. I should have looked it up and wrote it down at the end of this article, but I do remember there being an MMO, and... Uh, hold on. Let me see. You've already I, lost me at MMO. Yeah, That's why it was that called New World. Here we go. So initial release date now it's been pushed to 2021. So I guess they're still trying this one here. It looks like another MMO. I'm not going to lie to you when I'm looking at these screenshots and everything. I should read more into it. I feel like I've read about it off and on for the last like year or so. And I just mm. never saw anything more happening with it. So I was just like, it's not going to go anywhere. I guess they're still trying it. I honestly thought it got canned already. But so that maybe if it comes out, <laughs> we'll see how that game goes. Sure, why not? Uh, and the last quicket that I have, um, we, we've been talking about the return of G4. We've seen them kind of teasing it and throwing it out there and doing all this stuff. So it does look like it's returning as a weekly series on Twitch and YouTube. Um, B4G4 made its debut on Friday. So, uh, mm-hmm. the 29th. Um, and it looks like, yeah, they'll be, they'll streaming that there on those two. Uh, and it'll be original sketches, musical parodies, game reviews, and of course the ever promised more so (laughs) it's always this 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 and more so uh yeah if you want to check them out you can go follow twitch.tv forward slash g4 tv or youtube.com forward slash g4 tv and uh whatever they push out content there you go so it looks like it's back up and running just not on a regular station Hmm. well i might i might sniff around yeah, if it has to bring some of the, the old people back, I think I might be interested mm. for for a hot minute. I liked the channel. I thought it was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but until they started niche. showing cops like every other hour or whatever. <laughs> I just have to start filling stuff. Yeah. Hey, I've got a, I got a teensy-weensy little quicket. Oh, yeah. Do it. Mortal Kombat trailer this month. I don't know when, but February is what, what was said. What we're being told. So we could get it tomorrow. Ooh. It could be out today. Or later today, for all we know. Who knows? I'm going to yeah. assume it'll be a Tuesday. I feel like I had I don't know anymore. 
Yeah. Games used to be consistently Tuesday. Now I see Wednesdays and Fridays and I, I just there's it's whenever now. It could be Sunday. We got that Godzilla Kong trailer on a Sunday. Why? Who I, knows? I don't know. I guess it I mean, what is time anymore really though? Just whatever we want it to be. <laughs> You know, like it's ready, uh, put it out there, done. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's fine. That's Why fine. do we need all this buildup? Just be like, oh, here we go. But this is when we find out what 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 fun headliner we got today. What what are we learning about? So I've been really trying to not that not that I want to. I guess I'm trying to find a way to keep it fresh or, or, or shake things up, or you mm-hmm. know that way I'm not repeating things week to week. Like I had I had an idea which I thought was a very solid idea for this week, uh, and and I did some research. But then I thought, you know what? No, no, no. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Yeah. And I'm gonna save that one for a later date because I feel like that'll that'll kind of we'll we'll come back around to it you know that way if you're paying attention be like oh yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. let's see what you're doing here so um i was trying to think of something else and i actually had to look to make sure that i haven't talked about this before because there was something in the back of my head i was like did i talk about this did i talk about Mm -hmm. this no i don't think i did maybe i did i don't know (laughs) so many years of stories now we're like are are we sure i couldn't remember (laughs) so even if i have talked about it not I would say I haven't talked about it in this capacity. Okay. But I'm almost positive I haven't talked about this game. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. So, as we mentioned earlier in this show and, and recently in the news, uh, Lucasfilm Games is making a comeback. Now, as far as in what capacity, uh, as far as I know, it's just a branding thing, like a licensing brand. So, Disney's kind of in control, but there, it's, it's more like, here's our brand, here's our game or uh, property and we'll give it to you and then you can kind of do whatever with it back in the day like how you used to make good stuff do that again right just just do that so uh some of you out there may may be saying come back what what do you what do you mean come back um you you may not even remember lucasfilm games you may only remember it as lucas arts which Mm -hmm. actually only technically folded back in 2013 Although it feels like a lifetime ago. It really does. Well, I mean, they kind of like stop making games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because of the whole debacle. But as you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know what? Maybe maybe we could do a deep dive into that at some point. But uh, maybe, not today. Yeah, yeah. Not, not today. today. So I felt like it would be an honor of Lucasfilm Games returning. It might be fun to look back at one of the studio's most highly revered and possibly overlooked classics. Okay. Now, it's hard for me to say that sometimes because for me, I know it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that game. Yeah, that's a great yeah. game. But then I have to remember I'm old. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. And, and you can remaster and, and put out new versions of games for a new audience, and they're going to be like, I don't want, what is that? I don't want to play right. that. Heck, we because it's not years for some now, and they're like, I play this garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this this game is not Fortnite, um, so nope. maybe, maybe, who knows? I like I said, I could be speaking out of my ass. Maybe everyone knows what this game is. Okay, but now you got me curious if I'm I do t- or not. Yeah, I'm towing a line. I'm gonna assume not a lot of people know it because it's old. Okay, but it's a classic. But, 
So depending on what age group you're in, I that's another thing. I have to remember there are kids yeah. out there who don't know some of the things that I know. Just think, they were born in 2000. They're 21 now. Right. They're just now 21. Just now old enough, well, in the States to drink. Sure. You know, insert your country's age I've here. been <laughs> allowed to drink for 20 damn years. <laughs> and I have not taken uh, an opportunity not to. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and I have used it. So, anyway, back in the golden age of 1989, see, uh-huh. see, that's still 10 years <laughs> well, from the thing. You were born. <laughs> uh, two gentlemen by the name of Dave Grossman and Tim Schaefer happened to meet by sheer happenstance. They were applying for the same job at Lucasfilm Games uh, and both got a position. So they spent their early days with the company, working with play testers, trying to, to make sure that they've got all their games right. And they would also dive into various writing exercises, which kind of, you know, hone their skills to see see what they could possibly do and, and kind of impress certain people, which sure. actually led them to be understudies for the, again, for me, legendary Ron Gilbert. If you don't know who that is, go do your research. Maybe I'll have to do a deep dive on him, too. Um, At the time, Ron Gilbert was best known for Maniac Mansion. But when Grossman... Because I'm like, why do I know the name? But when uh, Grossman and Schaefer joined his team, he was actually getting ready uh, to start on The Secret of Monkey Island. So, you know, he's got he's got some uh, some games behind him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, over the next four years, uh, they honed their skills and learned all they could from Ron Gilbert. So after the release of Monkey Island 2, Ron Gilbert said farewell, farewell. I don't know where my mouth went. It was trying to get away from me. Uh, he said farewell to the now LucasArts, because during this timeline, there was a shift in the names for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah. Again, yeah. we're going to have to do a deep dive to figure out why they did it. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> uh, but before he left, he did bestow upon the duo a blueprint for the sequel to his much-beloved game. But nothing was really set in stone. This was just kind of a starting line. For their careers to change, and they had a, a, a path to go down. Mm-hmm. So you take the base idea of what they had, you create something in the vein of Maniac Mansion, but you make it your own. Now, if you're wondering, um, because I'm starting to get distracted, there is some asshole right outside my house <laughs> bumping his music. I Why he it. needs to have it so loud, I don't know. We both must have better microphones than we think. Maybe. I can hear hear my saw. I can't hear your bumping. But damn if it's not loud. And it's getting it's it's distracting me. It's it's what it's doing. I'm sitting here talking and I'm just getting distracted because they go boom 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 boom. How deaf do you have to be? I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it either. Well you're gonna be if you keep listening to it like that. Right? It's probably why. Oh my god. You kept listening to it too loud. Now you can't hear it. I'm sorry, people. I... <laughs> we're we're old. We have to complain about kids these days. Seriously. That's our rite of passage. Mm. <laughs> so I'm gonna continue to, to get through this because that's that's really starting to get on my nerves. And right. um 
It's not. It's never been a problem uh, recording. So I'm whatever so, the hell this guy's I, doing I mean, right I mean, now. On Monday morning, shouldn't they Jesus be? Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, so again, the idea. Take the idea, run with it, make something your own in the vein of Maniac Mansion, but you know, do do something that that's yours. That was kind mm-hmm. of what Gilbert encouraged them to do. He said, "Don't copy anything from the original game. Just just take the idea and and do something different with it." Mm-hmm. So it was a daunting challenge if you think about it, and but it was one they were kind of eager to to tackle because they were fans. Mm-hmm. But how do you make a sequel to a beloved game and attempt to top it without copying it? That's not as easy as you might think. Um, First off, Grossman and Schaefer had always loved the idea of a variety of characters in the games because it kind of changed things. It mixed up gameplay. And in fact, that was one of the elements to Maniac Mansion that was its most revered trait was the increased replayability of having a new set of characters you could choose to get Mm -hmm. through the game. Yeah. In fact, I couldn't remember a another game at the time when I played it that was like that because mm-hmm. whoever you picked it, it changed the entire dynamic of how you played mm-hmm. so if you didn't have someone who could do this or someone who could do but that there was, that was the beauty, beauty of it too because there was all these different ways yeah. that it could be finished yeah exactly so however um, whatever you also all could they, get stuck and not finish it that yeah, was the oh beauty my God. of those games That's, too you effed something up Mm-hmm. Now, as ideas became more fleshed out and costs began to rise, the duo kind of made a decision to fixate on three characters, uh, each with their own skill set and traits. That way, you know, as good as that would have been or interesting as that may have been, three just seemed uh, a little bit better and, and limited uh, to work their story out in, in a better way, which I actually think worked to its advantage. Question is, who are these characters? Who are they going to be? Now, while making decisions to incorporate certain returning characters, since this was supposed to be a follow-up, mm-hmm. uh, they did choose to incorporate Dr. Fred and his family, as well as the tentacles who would actually become the focal point of the story. Grossman and Schaefer then looked to the other characters and chose Bernard to be their lead character. Now, one might think... Why would you choose the nerd out of the bunch? Right. Why would because he's not leading man material? He's the nerd. They they called mm-hmm. him a tuna head or whatever in the game. <laughs> whatever the insults were. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, from polls, I guess that they did or however they tracked it at the time. Right. So they did them postcards. <laughs> yeah. Bernard was actually Maniac Mansion's most used and popular character. Well, I could see why. Oh yeah, because he was he was he had all the things. skills. Yeah, he could fix stuff. You mm-hmm. always said him in and he could take care of it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean nobody wanted the boyfriend. You were just always stuck with the boyfriend. Yeah, no, he was <laughs> I mean, a, like he was the only one you couldn't swap out. Yeah, he was a. It was, was just because it was his girlfriend. He was abducted, so he had to uh, go. But gotta go get my really, girlfriend. He is the one I always kept by the mailbox yeah. to look for the package. <laughs> And and that was and his use to me, or pulled the uh, gargoyle so I could get in the basement, you know. Mm-hmm. And what the hell? I mean, he couldn't go in and do it on his own. No, uh, not brave enough, dude. Nah. Well, you needed to for some of them. Mm. 
like anyway. needed to be upstairs to distract the one guy so they could ring the doorbell and then go steal the package and then sure. you'd run upstairs and say anyway i'm digressing go ahead. No, no. <laughs> now while those characters dr fred and his family and bernard would be kind of a connective thread to the original game mm-hmm. uh, additional characters laverne and hoagie would be original creations that allowed grossman and schaefer to kind of put their own stamp on the game and, and some of their own uh wit and humor as it were Mm-hmm. But it didn't stop there, as the narrative structure that they devised really allowed the duo to shine. Now, following up years after Maniac Mansion, the Green Tentacle reaches out to Bernard for help, after the Purple Tentacle ingests some goo that transform him into a power-mad dictator. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not 100% sure why this is how the story begins, because I don't, I don't remember... Bernard becoming best pals with the green tentacle. In fact, I, I thought he anytime he saw them, he ran. Like if like you walked into the did. room. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. I don't know. But fear. whatever. It sets the stage. Yeah. Now from there, Bernard, Laverne, and Hoagie head to Dr. Fred's mansion to kind of help lend a hand, as it were. However, their interference allows the purple tentacle to be unleashed onto the world. But Dr. Fred has a plan. He's going to send the trio back in time to prevent the escape. And with that, you can see the trope in which the game is built around. Time travel. Who knew? Yeah. Now, (laughs) where Maniac Mansion had kind of a variety of puzzles locked behind the skills of certain characters, as we were kind of mentioning before, this game would actually use time travel to build its puzzles around. As each character enters the time machine, or as they call it in the game, Chrono Johns, uh, they are sent to different points in time, thereby allowing puzzles to be solved through time. Uh-huh. So what happens in one timeline affects another timeline, which can help or hinder the other characters. So it's, I always kind of like that in games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a game... I'm going to go off on a slight tangent here because we're talking about time travel, but it's really yeah, cool. What I always loved, there was a game called Chrono Trigger. I don't know uh-huh. if you've ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, SNES, I'm sure it's been re-released on whatever consoles here and there, but time travel is an element. And to a degree, granted it wouldn't be these gigantic leaps, but to a degree there are certain things you could do in past events or in past times that would affect the going back to a, a timeline later on. And I always found that fascinating. I was like, oh my God, because I did that one thing, this is happening here. Oh my God. Right. And if I hadn't done <laughs> totally that, this made happen. this happen. Yeah. yeah. And I've always wished that Square Enix would go back to that well and, and play around with that. Like, they don't have to turn it into big sprawling adventure or whatever. Just, you can keep it 2D or, or like an old school RPG, but really infuse a lot of those elements of time travel so you can just spread through time you know that would for me i would love for a developer to do that like a really really intense very intricate time travel game of some kind i don't know what it would be but it just that would be so cool yeah anyway i'm got i just i want to talk about that real quick anyway. gotta pitch it man somebody pick it up um, not only uh, doing these these time travel puzzles or, and whatnot, uh, you have these very wild and eccentric characters uh, in different time periods. 
and that allowed for numerous humorous numerous humorous I just came up with that numerous humorous elements <laughs> that could be written in and played with uh, in fact the the developers encouraged you in, in some way I guess in the game to screw around with any and everything like they wrote comedy gold for you to play with go go uncover yeah, it go yeah, play around go yeah. mess around see it all click you the know? stuff yeah uh on top of that wait a minute did i get yep okay i almost that looked like a <laughs> sentence i wrote uh, on top of that <laughs> the, the ability to swap characters at any point in time uh, allowed players to move along in the game should they get stuck on a puzzle. Now, granted, you could do that in Maniac Mansion. You could swap between characters at any point in time. Uh, but the way this kind of worked, I mean, you weren't um, necessarily hinging on a character uh, to, like, you didn't have to go so far with one character and then be like, well, now i got to go do this with it. I mean, at some point, it'll kind of intertwine through time. But okay. if you get stuck on a puzzle, you can go to somebody else and be like, all right, well, what, what can I do with this guy? And, and kind of move things along, which is kind of a neat way to go about it. That way you're yeah. not stuck with all three going, well, I don't know what to do. It's like, well, if you're stuck here, give it a minute. Go go mess around with this one, and maybe you'll figure it out before you get right. back. Now, with various settings and unique characters, uh, this kind of helped remove any possibility of staleness in the game. Uh, but one thing I've yet to mention was the overall game design. Now, when, if you've ever seen Maniac Mansion's design, uh, I mean, it was okay. But it wasn't wasn't really anything remarkable. In fact, mm-hmm. me personally, based on, I mean, it's probably a little biased, but I was actually more of a fan of the NES design uh, more than I was any kind of PC version. You know what? I originally played it on the NES. Mm-hmm. That was before I actually had a PC. Yeah. <laughs> so... I know they had kind of big heads. It, may, it was built for that, though. You could tell just from, like, sure. it was built for using a mouse, not mm. a trying a control to move an arrow with a directional pad. Yeah. But anyway, um, this game actually took the design aesthetic a step further and really, really made it cartoonish, uh, which was very impressive for the time. Uh, it's it's almost like the characters had more personality just by standing in the room because of the way they were designed. They had this very Looney Tune-esque... Mm-hmm. Um, the, very, I guess Warner Brothers would be more of a... Uh, you know, their animation department. The the Termite Terrace and guys and all that stuff. Even even the background just had this very... I, don't, I really don't know what else to call it other than Looney Tune-ish, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's... That's it's accurate. Very cartoony. Mm-hmm. But the art team for this game really set a high bar for many others to follow, I feel like. Because it was just like, wow. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to go all out and make your game look this good, you better make sure it sounds good. And while it had a very impressive musical score to go with it, Grossman and Schaefer actually took advantage of connections LucasArts had and assembled an impressive voice cast with a top recording studio. And while I say impressive, that is subjective. Um, some of the talent, like Jenny Westcott and Jane Jacobs, have done very little. I think they were actually, you know, designers on other things, and they were just like, hey, could you do a voice? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just kind of filling in. You had other actors, uh, like Denny Delk, David Kirk Trailer, and even Nick Jameson. 
who have impressive lists of credits to their name. If you were to look up any of those names on IMDb, it's like, boom. <laughs> yeah. got, they they voice just about they any work. and everything. You have, you have heard their voice at some point mm-hmm. in a game by now, even today. I promise you. Uh, the most impressive cast member, again, subjective, uh, would be Richard Sanders, who had actually been a working actor for two decades before this and established himself over ten years prior as Les Nessman on the uh, often forgotten sitcom WKRP in Cincinnati, which no one will know today. Unless you were, you know, born old <laughs> like us anyway <laughs> <laughs> like i had actually thought of that show in forever i know right oh good god anyway uh, yep. <laughs> every every actor in in uh, who who was hired they brought their a game delivered solid performances it was just like perfection <sighs> the game is a non-linear, mind-bending, genre-building masterstroke that not only pays homage to the game before it, but also finds a way to stand apart, despite taking a few cues here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was going to happen. If you're going to make a sequel, you, I mean, you're going to. Right. Now, a remaster was released back in 2016, which put a beautiful coat of paint on the game and enhanced the music from a... MIDI format. You kids today might not know what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave it a more modern sound, as it were. Yeah. But the performances main intact, as well as uh, the gameplay. In fact, you even have an option in this remaster to play the original game, like as it was. You oh, know, nice. All the pixels yeah. and all, instead of the flashy remaster. So this game showed how far the medium had come in such a short span of time and how far it could go with the right people involved. In fact, to showcase the immense difference from Maniac Mansion to this game, which I know I haven't said the name of it. Nope. Although I'm pretty sure I think I've got it figured out. (laughs) Uh, To show the immense difference, an Easter egg was planted within the game that allows players to actually play the original Maniac Mansion in its entirety from within the game. Oh, because fun. the file was so small, they were like, just stick it in there. Just put it on there. Nice. Put it in there. Truly, this was a much larger game, despite certain concessions they had to make. Mm-hmm. This game may have been called Day of the Tentacle, but with its release, mm-hmm. it was truly the day of Dave Grossman and Tim Schafer. Two random individuals looking for the same job, ending up together and creating a masterpiece. Now, there's a story worth exploring. Fantastic. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that was a great game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I loved those. <laughs> In fact, as I was sitting there uh, going through all this and writing, I was like, I want to play it again. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I want to like, play it again. I was going to say, I know that they've had some honorable mentions in in that category i was wondering if i still had it the the lovely gentleman i think we met him at twitchcon Mm -hmm. that did uh um, a variation of that game and i'm gonna the reason why i want to look it up first is because it was long and i want to make sure i had super army of tentacles yeah 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 so uh 
yeah, that was a, a, a lovely gentleman that we met at TwitchCon that was uh, doing those games. Mm -hmm. And uh, the one that I have, too, is the Search for Army of Tentacle 2. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. why I wanted to make sure I read it, because I knew the... the I, you and I just both punched the microphone, so if you guys hear a punch, I did it earlier, and I saw my thing spike, so if you hear like a... In the middle of Sneeko's thing. It's, it's the anger because of this asshole outside my house. All the music. Mine's finally stopped. Today. Why is it today? I don't know. Even the traffic has been loud. I swear to God. I don't understand why it's got to be so loud. <laughs> I don't either. I don't. It's like I don't even have a wall in front of me. I don't understand why it can be so loud. Why do you, you need man. a loud vehicle? We just need to move to a cabin in the woods. The hubs and I have been joking about that for a really long time. And it's like, you know what? When it mm -hmm. starts to actually make sense. Yeah. 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 You're when just you're like, like <laughs> when it's not even really a joke anymore, where you're like, you know what, though? <laughs> Could we get internet? Because then I'd be... I'd be okay, I think, honestly. I think that's, yeah, that's the only thing holding me back. If I can get a, a signal up I there, know. sure. I've been definitely, I am addicted to it. Mm. I feel like that would be my 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 button. Mm. Take that away from me and be like, but that's all I do now. Yeah. Yes, people? Yeah. <laughs> but so anyway. that's our show. <laughs> You can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or send us an email at supermegacrash at gmail.com. Go follow us over on Instagram. You can view the weekly icon art that Stephen puts his time and love into. Uh, don't forget, you can also support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform, wherever that may be. Or you can even go to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were. Okay. No, no. It's just the, <laughs> the noise. Jesus Christ, the noise and these people. Oh, well, if you can hear me over to Stephen's horrible neighbors, you can tell your friends to leave uh, to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Or you can search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, and even youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. And and now even verbal, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, it's I'm like the MySpace sure of podcasts or something. Go to podcast.com and put in our name. <laughs> you can find it. Yeah. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. We get swooped up on stuff we don't even know at the yeah. time. <laughs> People are trying. It's like, hey, do you want to be on our site? Sure. What, how much yeah. does it cost? Nothing. Or five sure. bucks. Uh, nothing sure. Five bucks. Nothing nah. sure. Yeah, five bucks. I don't. I don't know yet, man. Nah, <laughs> well, I'm, thank I'm you for listening. Wherever you decided to listen, I'm Lacey Finley. I'm Stephen White. And you could join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.